Southern Cadiana. Welcome to Cane Radio's Chip Shots. Yes, it's a good afternoon, just not for golf. Happy New Year, everybody. It's our first show since uh, before the holiday season started, the Christmas season, way back in December. So happy 2024 to all of us. Hope golf's good for us this year. I know it's going to be in the headlines, as we'll talk about a little bit coming up, but... uh, a lot of stuff happening in golf this year. Big year for golf with the Live Golf and the golf ball rollback by the USGA. A lot of stuff going on in the national world of golf. Happy birthday to my grand, <laughs> to my grandson Grant. He's 15 today. He's my uh, non-golfing grandson. Likes to play basketball and plays for Lafayette High School. Good luck to him as he has games coming up quite a bit during this uh, January and February, my least two favorite months of the year. Football's gone. College football after tonight will be gone till next year, till August. Professional football is just about gone for me now that the Saints are out. Oh well. <laughs> It's uh, it's uh, it's that time of the year, you know. Not good for golfers, but uh, nonetheless, we must wade through it. You know, people complain, and uh, hopefully, I'm not one of them. Quite a bit, you know, when we had the drought and there was cracks in the fairways at the golf courses, everybody was complaining. But they all knew that winter was coming, and Mother Nature has a way of the rain catching up and the wind and the cold. Well, it's upon us, folks. Deal with it. Hey, today's also the birthday of Hollis Conway. He's a former UL track <coughs> All-American, two-time Olympic champion. He shares a birthday with my grandson, Drew. I'm a rather Grant. I'm, I'm so used to saying Drew because he's the golfer. Well, there's not much golf going on in uh, our local golf news, so uh, we're going to be brief with that, but... Uh, before we get to that, let's thank our sponsors. Certainly want to thank our title sponsor, GolfBalls.com. Been with us for quite some time. We appreciate their sponsorship. Anything you want in the realm of golf, you can find it at GolfBalls.com. They're located on Arnold Boulevard right there in the shopping center, right next to Harbor Freight Tools. And uh, if you want to just uh, go in there and visit and Full around, maybe try out some clubs. They have a nice simulator there where you can try out the latest and greatest in the equipment. From all the companies, they have uh, demonstrator clubs you can try out. Who knows, maybe you'll buy yourself a set for the spring. Golfballs.com, Arnold Boulevard, Lafayette. And of course, our local golf clubs, Eagle Ridge, Cane Row, Sugar Oaks, Bellevue, Chafalaya. No news whatsoever from... Uh, Eagle Ridge, Bellevue, and Atchafalaya, and, uh, you know, the remaining local news is sparse. But we'll, we'll wade through it anyway, right? That's what we'll be here for. Talk about golf and uh, wade our way through this uh, dreary time of the year, January and February. So at Cane Row, they're still promoting their specials. Veterans on Wednesdays, a lot <laughs> active or retired uh, $25 plus tax. Their senior rate, $35 plus tax. And that's on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. No need to talk about twilight rate. 
It's twilight all the time in the rain and the cloudy weather. But if you want to be a member, they have big uh, perks and advantages for becoming a member at Cane Row. $142 a month. And you get 20% off of their soft goods, 10% off of their hard goods. Now, i got to tell you, they have a bunch of sales going on I'll talk about in a little bit. But their, their pro shop is sparse. They're having big-time trouble. They've ordered merchandise, but having trouble getting it in due to a n- number of things. Transportation is, uh, is difficult this time right now in our, in our world. So uh, they're having difficulties getting their golf shops stocked. But like I said, their dues, $142. And the advantages, besides those discounts, you can get uh, book your tee time one week in advance. Spring is, uh, is going to be here in March for sure. And uh, I know that golf course is going to be busy because they were really busy over the holidays when the weather was had a nice run there. They were really busy. And remember, a member can book his tee time one week in advance, the public one day in advance. They also chart your handicap, according to the Louisiana Golf Association's handicap system. And they waive your MGA dues for the year. And I know the MGA is trying to get kicked off and uh, run some events specifically for their members, so that's a nice thing. They also are licensed to uh, sell UL Raging Cajun logoed merchandise, and hopefully that will be on the agenda for, for, uh, for their golf shop. I know they're waiting on a lot of merchandise. They ran out of balls the other day. Can you imagine that, a golf shop without balls? But nonetheless, they do have some... Merchandise left, mostly soft goods, and uh, they're selling them at a discount to try to make room for when that merchandise does come in. Johnny O. Polos, 40% off. Johnny O. Pullovers, 30% off. Travis Matthews Golf Shoes, 50% off. Looking for a pair of shoes for the spring? Go see if they have your size. Golf bags, 30% off. I need one of those. I should go get one there. Hats, caps, visors, and gloves, 10% off. They also sell range finders. I think they have some of those left. Uh, and these are those new fancy range finders where they, uh, the GPS gives you the yardage verbally. And then after it does that, it plays music. So uh, pretty enticing to young people nowadays to play music while they play golf. I'm an old traditionalist. I like the quiet. Nonetheless, I have to bend and get used to, uh, to the noise. Sugar Oaks hadn't been there in a while, as I hadn't been anywhere in a while. Been on vacation and holidays and health issues, all that good stuff. But uh, it's a good time to have uh, all those things because uh, there's no, no good golf weather outside. All right, so at Sugar Oaks, weekly specials, I'm sure they're still promoting their 9 or 18 holes on Monday and Tuesday, only 22 bucks. One of the few courses opened in our community in Acadiana on Mondays. And then their all-day Wednesday special is $31. <coughs> and that's when they have their scramble. It was a twilight scramble. Now they tee off like at 2 o'clock, 2.30, something like that. But most of those guys are retired, so uh, they, they, can, uh, they can tee off just about any time they want. And so their last scramble on a Wednesday, December 13th, Winners of that was Olin Granger and Paul LaDuceur at minus three. 
And on Friday, the following Friday, December 15th, they had a shamble. Front and 18 was won by Tam Rosemond, Nikki Melanson, Bill McNett, and Glenn Dupuy. And they were plus three. Went in the backside with plus three as well was Kevin Ledford, Robert Burton, Ron Finley, and Ryan Longman. Then on December 17th, Sunday, they had a shootout. That's where you play your own ball. And uh, they divided it into flights. So flight A was won by Eric Lachelet. He was plus six. Flight B was won by Glenn Dupuy, and he was even on his points. The all-important skins where you win cash, Eric Lachelet won two. Tony Bigot, two. Ron Finley, two. Bill McNett and Glenn Dupuy won each. And then the, uh, the, the December edition of the Acadiana Pro-Am was played out at Sugar Oaks. And uh, always in December, we serve a gumbo with the closing event for the year. And thanks to Gil Primo and his staff there, it was a beautiful gumbo. He had to cook it for three straight days, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and had some nice weather. And because of that, they had 144 players participate in the uh, season-ending event for the Acadiana Pro-Am. First place went in $150 with a plus 11 was a team of Barry Battagula, Jay Frederick, Glenn Swear, and Will Bodwin. Tied for second and third and winning on a scorecard playoff. Actually, they go to the A player, and then if that doesn't break the tie, they go to the B player all the way down. Plus eight, winning $100, was Ronnie H.A., Dale Hargrave, Paul Walters, and Parker Christ. Also at plus eight and finishing third, winning $80, Willie Boyd, Tom Carroll, Scott Norris, and Kevin Dartez. And all that money is redeemable at golfballs.com. What a great advantage for us with the Acadiana Pro-Am to go and, uh, to a well-stocked pro shop and... Uh, Pick your, pick your stuff out. Anything you want in golf, golfballs.com has it. On the individual side in the Pro-Am, the, a, the low A player was Chris Viator, plus four. Low B player, Zane Kidd, plus seven. Low C player, Paul Olivier, plus seven. And low D player, Johnny Bork, plus nine. Our next uh, Acadiana Pro-Am will be held this week, weather permitting. We travel all the way to St. Mary's in Berwick, one of two nine-hole courses that are on our rotation. Look forward to that. Haven't played there in quite a long time. Thanks a bunch to Boyd Booty for getting me results of the Gator Golf Club. Their uh, last event was uh, rained out. They were supposed to play Mallard Cove back in December and uh, didn't get to because of the weather. So uh, they, they're hoping to schedule that as the first event for um, first event for January. He hasn't gotten the schedule done yet, but I'll announce the winners of the last tournament they had way back in November at Oak Wing, and the winner of that was Heath Boudreau plus four. Second flight was uh, Nathan Como plus five. But Boyd did give me the uh, results of the season-ending 
accumulation of points. What they do, they had 11 events through the course of 2023, and uh, they add up all your points, take an average, and uh, whatever that is, you win cash money, both in the uh, first flight and the second flight. So some people had some nice holiday money on, on hand uh, because of the Gator Golf Club and their nice play throughout the course of the year. So finishing first was Mitch Thibodeau, plus 14. Second, Boyd Booty himself, plus 11, $150. Uh, Mark Ami, third, plus nine, went in $100. Then in the uh, second flight, first place went to Kevin Booty. That's Boyd's son. Wow, the booties are taking over there. Second place, Billy Bear plus seven. And third place, Don DeReese, the duck, plus six, winning $100. So nice work there. And... Uh, didn't expect it, but uh, my compadre, Ralph Boxcar Bajero, is in the house. So let me see if I can turn on his mic and say welcome and thank you for coming in. Yeah, well, you're welcome. <laughs> um, had a little lull in the weather. Looks like it's going to kick back in uh, right about the time we get off the air. So I uh, thought I'd try to come in person. Well, and, I appreciate that. You know, it's yeah. a nice uh, New Year's present for me. Yeah, okay. See your beautiful <laughs> face. Ah, I understand. Well, I yeah, I can't disagree there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm almost done because there is very little. Um, yeah, I'm, I hope, was hoping you had some golf news because I don't. There's not, none on the on the local scene. I didn't even get to watch the. Um, the Century Tournament of Champions at all. I watched one hole after I watched the. Uh, debacle of Green Bay and uh, the Giants. Oh gosh. But, yeah. yeah, we don't want to talk about that. All right, so here's the results from uh, Lafayette Men's Golf Association. Their first, second Tuesday of the month out-of-town course tournament was played at Copper Mill. I didn't even know that was still open in Zachary. That's pretty amazing. Tim Marango, Glenn Brio, John Pr Prince, and Richard Vinson finished one through four at Copper Mill in Zachary. And hmm. then their fourth Tuesday. So is Beaver Creek is part of the Breck system, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's and well open. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Pumping blood and doing well. They were pretty close to each other, right? I right, mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Probably five miles apart. Yeah. You know, but uh, hmm. I heard Copper Mill had closed and yeah, was in uh, litigation and all that stuff. Maybe have been a, a situation. I'm not sure. It was like they had houses around there, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it may have been like kind of like the bluffs where the neighborhood, you know, Owners may have bought it or something. Yeah, it's just a shame. You know, it's it's it's, <laughs> it's it's terrible when you when you build a house on a golf course and the golf course closes down. You know, mm, I mean, yeah, it kind of defeats the purpose of living on a golf course. You know, so you um, a lot of a, people in New Iberia kind of anxious about that a few years ago. Yeah, thank thank goodness uh, that uh, H M Flair Andre, uh, <laughs> the, the, the 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 new professional wrestling sensation. <laughs> Now that uh, Brent Indes is gone, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even know he wrestled this past Saturday. Uh, I saw the stuff today online in the Daily Iberian. So oh. that's his. Uh, he wrestled? His, wow. Yeah, he wrestled. Whereabouts? Again, at, at the Recreation Center. In New Iberia? Yeah. I'll be doing His His name now is H.M. Flair. <laughs> Hugh, Hugh slash H.M. Flair Andre. So uh, I don't know if he's embarking <laughs> on that as a. 
a, a second. The, the cane crop was pretty bad <coughs> this year, but I don't think it was that bad. You know? no, I don't think so. <laughs> All right. The uh, second tournament for the Lafayette Senior Men's Golf Association was played at Muni in Lafayette, their home course. Tim Maragos, Mike Landry, Eric Rusin, and Sanford Swear, one through four. Then in my uh, Gulf States PGA section, we, uh, we got some news. Jake Narrow is now the president, and uh, our friend Robbie Garinger is secretary. And we know Robbie just won, as we talked to him on, on our last uh, chip shots, we talked to him because he was nominated 2023 Merchandise of the Year Award at a public golf course. And uh, congratulations to him for that, Robbie Garinger. Super nice golf pro and super good friend of Boxcar and myself as well. And uh, speaking of that, he, uh, Robbie, was uh, nominated Secretary of the Year. Uh, Jake Narrow was the pro, pro President of the Year, and they, they both won awards. Jake won Louisiana Chapter Championship Play of the Year Award. So uh, you don't see that too often where the president of our association is also a, an accomplished player. And we know that uh, Player of the Year award for assistance went to uh, UL's former Raging Cajun, Greg Sonia, now assistant pro at uh, Lake Charles Country Club. And on the golf scene, uh, the Cajuns will be kicking off their season next month, February 12th through 13th in Mobile, Alabama, and Magnolia Grove for the South Alabama, I don't know what they call that tournament, but South Alabama is their host. That's about it, dude. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know what to say. You know, there's just <laughs> <laughs> we can talk something else. But well, yeah, well, we can talk the national championship game tonight. You know, uh, who who you like, Michigan or Washington? I'm pulling for Washington. You can't oh, like come Michigan, on. You, Teddy. With the cheaters? No, you remember the article I sent you by Jim Harbaugh and his faith. And well, you said, oh, I'm going to become a fan now. <laughs> I did? Yeah. I, was about I quickly went by, I guess. Yeah, yeah, Went yeah. over my head. He's a very pro-life guy. I mean, um, okay. he's um, extremely So he didn't, he, didn't, he wasn't privy to the, to the cheating. Look. Just asking. No, I'm, I'm going to just tell you, <laughs> if you think that every coach in the nation is not cheating, then you just. But that was an innovative way of doing it, from what I understand. Well, I mean, look. The, Buying this, tickets on the 50-yard line on the opponent's side and stealing their signs and all? Yeah. Dang, it sounds like baseball. Cheat. Well, <laughs> the, I mean, the Astros were accused of cheating, uh, you know, with sign stealing and yeah, all that. and Beating the can. People still love the Astros around <laughs> here. So there's no reason to hate on Michigan just because of that. You well, know, I mean. That's um, all I got. Well. I, I, that's all I got to go with. I'm, I'm, I, Otherwise, I hope they both lose. <laughs> Well, no, I, I want a good game, you know. I mean, uh, I think I really do think it could shape up to be a pretty, pretty competitive, you know, kind of a field goal game. Is kind of what I'm hoping for. And and I mean, look, yeah, that after that we're football dead I for. Ju I just said that. Man. And I mean, it went by so fast, you know, um, this year. And and I, I, I mean, don't, not I don't even know. the Saints in the playoffs. That's well, pitiful. yeah, that's all, that's their own fault. I mean, they, oh, they absolutely. Have, I, I heard you talking to Kevin Foote today. Yeah. You know, they, when, if when they, they would have beat, you know, in the second game, if they would have beat Green Bay, they had them 17 to nothing going into the final quarter. Come not on. going into the final quarter. With 11 minutes left to the final quarter, okay. they were so, still seven. I mean, that's ridiculous. And they lose 18-17, was it? 
Well, one point, huh? They went for two and yeah, made it? Yeah. Well, no, they missed a the field goal at the end. They could have won the game. No, the Saints could have, but yeah. Green Bay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They I mean, did. they had to jump through all kind of hoops just no, to beat no. them. It was, oh, oh no. No, it was, uh, they had their, all season long, they had their fate in their own. You can't ever, people are upset because, oh, you know, the, 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 the Bucks, you know, won their game or. Shouldn't have gone uh, down to that. You can't, you can't depend on other teams. <laughs> For your fate, you went not when you handed the easiest schedule in the NFL right there on your lap, and you you know you, they played really good the last no month they of did the season. they did it's, you know it's, especially the it's, offense it's a shame it took them so and long the defense, to find know, their later. stride you know I mean it it, it just was a uh, it was a it, it just goes to show you and I think it's a, it's a plus for pro football which I really I I don't care for pro football I just I love the Saints that's it. But it's a plus for pro football that it, it came down to the very end and, and the teams were so equal across across the uh, NFL. So yeah, yes and no. You know, it, it, it's, it, it creates more um, – I mean, yeah, I think um, there was like only nine teams mathematically eliminated out of 32 going into the final week. But it also – That's pretty cool. Yeah, but they've created this horrible parody uh, <coughs> product where, like, you just – not many of the teams are very good. They're all, you know. Right. And I, I want to watch good football. I don't really like when the 85 Bears, you know, I hate to give credit to the Bears because I needed them to win yesterday. But, um, you know, that dominant defense and all, I, I kind of like to see teams that, that are elite, you know, and, and that good. Um, then uh, you like I, Alabama. Well, <laughs> no, I like the LSU in, in, you know, in 2019 also, you know. I mean, I don't. Like a nine and you know a, I don't know five hundred team or just above getting into the playoffs and all this and and even the teams that had pretty good records are, are fading really bad like the Eagles and and some of those you know yeah um, that's what I'm saying I mean it's, I think it's, I think it's the, balancing out I think the Ravens are the class of the uh, NFL for sure but uh, I don't know you know it it it's, uh, it's a that but that's what they've that's where they've created this product. No, no, you know? I, I get it, and I, I don't know if if it's a bad thing, but uh, I th- uh, I, it's kind of like like if if we could relate it to golf, how, how many times people pulled against Tiger Woods when he was winning every week? Right, I but mean, you, and that's good. Just, but you can pull against that, but but now you can't even pull against anybody because they all suck. <laughs> you know, what I mean, well, no, they, they're all good. <laughs> no, they're not all good. Yeah. They're all mediocre. I uh, mean, it it it. I don't it, know. it they, they, Roger compared Goodell, to Tiger Woods, yeah. But. Roger Goodell. No, I'm talking about the NFL now. I'm oh. not talking about the golf. No, no, you still, but but. <laughs> yeah, you and even we we know that with Jack when Jack was on top of the golf world. There was a lot of people that pulled against Jack. Oh God, yeah. You know, I mean, he, he, he was. He knocked down the king, Arnold Palmer. Exactly. You know, people so, hated him. So, but but that's what Fat Jack. That's what's so awesome when you have you know these dominant figures in a sport, and then. So you think that's good for a sport? Oh, I do absolutely. You know, and, and you, you think people want to watch a boxing match between two, you know, guys who have you know. 15 and 10 records for lifetime. No, they want to watch the undefeated heavyweight champion of the world get knocked out. You know, they want to see the underdog, the, 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 you know, David versus Goliath type of thing, you know? And, and I mean, it, look, it didn't happen very often with Tiger, but every now and then when you had, you know, uh, um, can't think of the, the, Yang, yeah, 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 Slayer. exactly. You know, someone like that, you know, come all, it's like, man, you know, it, 
it, it just created a, I, I thought a lot of excitement. But that, that's just me. I mean, I, I, um, I, I do think every every sport has a, a place where you have at least a couple of alpha males in there, and then uh, the rest kind of chasing them, and and then you you know they're up there on the on the, the the mountain, and you try to knock them off, you know, and and um, but. We shall see. Anyway, right. well, um, well, we take a break. And yeah, we, yeah. No, maybe I'm, we could talk some golf I don't on the know, other side. I, I, don't, I don't know. I can't think of anything. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. Well, we got to take a break. I mean, we yeah, can't take, just, take yeah. your break. Thank right. you so much. Yeah, okay. Stay tuned. Hey, guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. Golfballs.com carries the latest selection of golf balls, clubs, and gear from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, and Callaway. Get custom fit in our state-of-the-art golf simulator or shop our selection of high-quality apparel from Vineyard Vines, Southern Tide, and Bad Birdie. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, Golfballs.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at Golfballs.com. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. Tesh Matters, 10 to 1, on New Iberia's home for the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane, 107.5. And welcome back to Chip Shots with Teddy Sliman in the air chair here and Ralph Boxcar Bazaron, my colleague on the other side of me here. Yes, we're going to talk about golf somehow or another. It was beautiful in Hawaii, Boxcar. I, I, like I said, I didn't get to watch any of it. Uh, and that used to be my favorite. Not, not, my, not my favorite. The Masters is my favorite. But I used to look forward to that every year because it was the tournament that was, number one, to, in my opinion, kicked off the the PGA Tour, but number two, it was at night, you know, so you could, or in the evening, so you could, you know, watch it when you got off of work and, and Plus stuff. Plus, you and, and I got to play that course. Well, That's even uh, more intriguing. Well, yeah, later on that became part of it, you know, that I got to got to play it, and, and uh, uh, it certainly added some, um, you know, a little bit of insight, and, and, and it, was, it was pretty cool, but yeah. I didn't get to watch any of it. But I'm, I, but, I'm not I mean, a big golf fan as far as watching golf on tv but uh i do like to watch a tournament where i played the course like we you, you and i played yeah. along with denny played kapalua and uh that's the course they played the plantation course this past week well, i felt a little better today because i was watching the golf channel for i was trying to get a little bit of knowledge before i came in today believe it or not because i really haven't been keeping up with it i watched a lot of football this year for some reason but um uh, they were saying you know like um uh, once again, Scotty Scheffler pretty much led the field in ball striking uh, as he's done, but his putter let him down um, 
<coughs> once again. But but then this other analyst came on and said, well, I think it's too early to say that maybe because last year he had kind of conquered those putting demons toward the end of the year, and and it kind of I think he changed either his grip or his uh, putter. I'm not sure. Uh, Article I read said he changed everything. Or maybe Even everything. Even his coach. Yeah. Uh, but he was putting a lot better toward the end, but he struggled on the greens this year. But then the, uh, the analyst said, but you got to remember, this is at Kapalua, one of the, the, the hardest greens to put on on the PGA Tour. And I was like, yes, okay, because yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Everything breaks toward Malachi. Yeah. You know. But he ranked 44th out of 59 players. That's which horrible. Is horrible. Yeah, I and mean, he ranked number one and in he Tita Green. And he fifth, right? Tied for fifth, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, because if he, if he puts average, you know, 20th or 20, yeah, he wins, he wins sure. you know. And and uh, and that, that's what's so, you know, <laughs> frustrating. I mean, they, of course, I heard a debate, too, about the, you know, player of the year award. And there was a lot of speculation that the only reason he won it was because of when the voting took place, which was um, during the same it, – it's a, it's a two-week window. They have From to December vote. December 1st through December 15th. Yeah. My and happy John bir- Rahm. Happy birthday to me. Yeah. yeah, December 7th, he defected to live. Right. You know, um, so obviously a lot of players' votes were swayed by that. Because, I mean, he – you know, I, I think his resume was more impressive. But, you know, not from a consistency standpoint, but from the majors and, and whatnot. And, and, but anyway – even going back to last year, just think of what Scotty Scheffler could have done if he would have been a good putter. You sure. Know? And, 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 again, I'm not saying a great putter. He doesn't have to be Ben Crenshaw, <laughs> you know, any uh, Bobby Locke or anybody, uh, you know, elite. He just has to be an average putter, you know. And I was thinking back today, you know, one of my favorite golfers growing up was Hal Sutton because of the Louisiana ties. Right. Now, Hal Sutton never accomplished what, I mean, he won, uh, you know, a major, but he never accomplished what even Scotty Scheffler has done. Mm-hmm. But in his prime, he was one of the elite ball strikers on the PGA Tour. Mm-hmm. But he couldn't put a lick. I no. mean, you know, and, and it's just amazing how, how few g- golfers God kind of gives, you know, all the talents to, you know. Um, no question. You know, you have, and you have some great putters who are not good. Tita Green, you know, couldn't. Wouldn't be on the tour if they wouldn't be a good putter. I mean, it, it saves them. You just mentioned one, Ben Crenshaw. Yeah, exactly. Ben Crenshaw is one of the bur- worst ball strikers you ever wanted to see. I don't think he's ever even done anything on the Champions Tour, like even come close to winning or anything. No. no. Because he can't hit the ball anymore. No, I mean. But we did have a winner over there, which is yeah. a pretty good story, too, Chris Kirk. Chris Kirk, yeah. Talk about him a little bit. Yeah, I mean, uh, he uh, had a one-shot victory there. He shot eight under 65 in the – Final round and and uh, won his sixth uh, PGA Tour title and uh, but he had a rocky you know, story very, right yeah yeah he overcame alcoholism you know took off for like a year or yeah something? yeah and uh, you know so I mean again you know I, I I think when you look at that and he was very open about his struggles um, mm-hmm. with that and had the support luckily of a you know family network to get him through it um, but I think that that, um, you know, resonates with his fellow players. And we're, we're going to see a kind of a similar story this week at Wiley. Now, whether he'll win or not, we don't know. But Gary Woodland is making his return yeah, to the DJ Tour that. after, a you know, surgery for a brain lesion. And, um, you know, the players are very excited to have him back. So, yeah, these, these um, sub, sub uh, you know, stories to the, to the story, so to speak, um, these footnotes, 
um, really kind of add to the, I, I think, the overall accomplishment of, of what he's done, over, overcoming his demons and, and still being able to to win. I mean, it's, you know, you know, I, I mean, it's. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of really good players that never won on the BGA Tour. You know, now he has six victories while battling alcoholism and now and depression, you know, yeah. and depression and, and, and now conquering it, you know. So, um, so anyway, that was a great victory for him. And then another, another side note to that is, is the uh, pretty incredible record uh, of Sung J.M. Uh, you know, this guy is just a birdie machine, and I, I guess if he could ever eliminate the bogeys, he'd win every week because uh, in 2021 he set the record for most birdies in a PGA Tour season with 498. Well, he set the PGA Tour record for birdies in the 72-hole event with 34 for the week. Now, you think about that. That's almost 50% of your holes exactly. that you've birdied. You know, you could, if you don't have any, any <coughs> bogeys on you, and, and you, you know, you, over there at Kapalua, you've you, you got to have a couple of eagle opportunities. Now, whether he, he made any or not, I don't know. But if you just – Part of the rest of them and eliminated bogeys, thirty-four under yeah. would be an incredible. I mean, you know, incredible and, score. In par seventy-three over there, there's some controversy about that. But you were mentioning the par fives; they they're all so easy. Uh, all four of them played below four point five average. Wow. So yeah, it's uh, the par fives you can take advantage of. And, and then of course we had the the longest drive on the PGA Tour with Max Oma. You know, um, I think it was four hundred and seventy-seven. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and again, yeah, he even kind of laughed it off. It's <laughs> like, well, you know, I mean that that hole had recorded a bunch of uh, long drives, but they ruled him kind of ineligible or something. Um, in one Maybe they went out of the. Um, the fairway or whatever. I don't know. It was it was some is um, whatever. But there was like five of them that were over that over over that, that distance. Yeah, distance. Yeah. But um, uh, but I yeah. like what he said. He said pretty good for uphill into the wind with no yeah. roll. <laughs> and I was thinking about that because I don't know what <laughs> hole it was. But remember there there is a hole that's uh, straight uphill, <laughs> and God, you can just feel like you busted it and you <laughs> it still go anywhere. It doesn't go anywhere, you know. <laughs> and I remember that. That was that was a lot of fun. I wish I had um taken more time to take more pictures and kind of chronicle it a little bit, you know. Oh, I love to that uh, view of the eighteenth hole from the top of the like the T box hitting area down yeah. down towards the uh yeah. the bay there. And I remember that one hole where it was I think it was a par five too that over this big but it wasn't the last hole. It was like but you hit your right. second shot over this big chasm you know yeah. i call it you know and and uh i remember i actually got to the fringe in two but i mean par but uh, and i remember that that and i was just thinking back on that it's like how rich must you be to to be able to do that but that lady that was sitting in her recliner <laughs> you know by or a lawn chair or whatever by the ocean you know behind one of the greens or whatever just Would reading you? a book by yeah. you know looking at the beautiful sights there and it's like golly that's well, must, must be awesome to live. I'm kind of excited uh, for Jordan Spieth. He had a great tournament. Uh, he did, yeah. And the article I read said he uh, he had a, a, a span or a stretch of bad bad luck on uh, the fifteenth hole. He hit it into a divot, <coughs> and uh, what, what's his partner's playing name? Harris English hit a hit a ball in the exact same spot, and their balls were almost touching in the divot. So he had to lift his ball. Harris English hits out oh, and makes, it makes, makes a, a big dip. He's got to put it God. back in. That's, you know, that. And then he on the next ah. hole, he drove it in a bunker, a fairway bunker, barely missing his line. 
and the ball plugged instead of rolling back down to the bottom, which it normally does. And then on the on the 17th hole, he uh, he he also hit in the divot. So you know, uh, and that's 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 part that's a, a rule of the PGA Tour. They really because look, Teddy, we've seen some unbelievable rulings over the year where players mm-hmm. got relief from. Just imaginary, you know, I call it imaginary because it's like, oh, well, this is in my line, you know. And it's, it's like, dude, that's not really affecting your shot at all. But they get <coughs> this incredible relief, and yet a divot's not intended to be part of a golf course. <coughs> I mean, you know, a, a, the fairway is not supposed to be a divot-ridden thing. No. And I just think it ought to be automatic relief from the from a divot. I mean, they – Especially on a course like this, because they got areas where the ball funnels down, and, and a lot of players, whether you end hit the ball the same, good or bad, yeah, within they five, end up in, little five yard radius. Right, and that's what Jordan Spieth was saying, and he he really wasn't upset about it. You know, it's part of the game, I guess. He just he's uh, resigned himself to to dealing with it. But uh, yeah, it is unfair that you know, I mean, you, you can miss a shot by an inch and you know have yeah. a terrible eye. And and the other part is that not all <coughs> people. And even on the PGA Tour, they're they're not repairing the divots like they should. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there, there's no reason they should have a an open. You know, at the very, I mean, don't the caddies they they don't have any sand on them? I mean, no, they, they don't, I don't. But they usually put like the divot themselves back, back. But I mean, yeah, we we've seen how those can kind of go all over the yeah. place and end up disintegrating. You know, I can understand why they wouldn't necessarily be able to replace the entire sod you know but i mean there ought to be look this is a multi-billion dollar business why can't you have a a, a guy on every hole just a sign hell i remember when i played in myrtle beach uh 40 years ago they on, on every on, on this one course after you every group went through the a guy went on the green and fixed the, the yeah. ball marks i mean you know it's like golly on the pga tour why couldn't you have one guy with a sand bucket to fix divots, you know, put sand in the divots after they after they finish the hole. I mean, it's just I don't know. Well, it needs to be looked at. I, I agree with you there There's for sure. A, a lot of you know, a lot of little subtleties like that just kind of irk me sometimes. That it, it it can be so incredible. You can have guys literally like Stuart Sink, you know, pick a Stonehenge out of a bunker. He took so many rocks out of it. And yet a guy can't take a ball out of a divot in the fairway. Yeah, yeah. You know. So what do you think of uh, the fact of the tournament that John Rahm and, and Rory didn't play in it? Did that uh, diminish the tournament or do you oh, care? Yeah, Does mean, people care? If, well, I, if I was gone there, I sure would care. You know, if I was a, uh, a, a bought a ticket, you know, I don't think the people who attend that mm-hmm. tournament are necessarily flying there just to see John Rahm or Rory McIlroy. They're either residents um, or they happen to be on vacation there, or they're friends and family of the people playing. I don't think a lot of people are going to spend that much money to go uh, there just to, um, to to see that tournament. But um, but yeah, I mean, I think it dem- it's obviously diminishes the star power. That's two of your your big guns uh, two and right three, right now. Yeah. yeah, on the on the on the. And I, I would argue that that's one and two as far as drawing you know star power. You know, really. Yeah, Scotty Scheffler is not too big no, a draw. He's, he's kind of plain vanilla. I promise you, if you went to a to a, any tournament right now and, and you you put Rory in one one foursome, John Rahm behind him, and Scotty Scheffler behind him, it would be like when you, we went to New Orleans <laughs> yeah. and we were watching the number one uh, Luke Donald and who else was in the group? Um, 
Uh, uh, Graham McDowell. Yeah, it was another one, too. Another big, you know, world's number one and whatever. There was nobody following them. But Bubba Watson had, you know, good Lord, <laughs> you know, 10,000 people in his And he was yep. like, 50th in the world maybe at the time. You know, it, 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 it's people go to see the, the big names and the, and, and the stars. And, no and, question. Um, yeah, I mean, it. Uh, and of course, I, I can understand not John Rom. John Rom, <laughs> he's got the. He's just sitting back on his bankroll right now. Um, I find Rory a little puzzling, you know, sort of. I just kind of wonder. He's kind of uh, what's going on. Welched back on his, uh, you know, his, uh, his animosity hatred of live. towards yeah, live. Yeah. yeah, and I kind of wonder if he's not contemplating at some point a move, you know, and and uh, it wouldn't. But right now, honestly, nothing would surprise me anymore with this. It's gotten so out of hand, um, and I firmly, you know, blame that strictly on the commissioner. I mean, he, you know, he he just lost it. Yeah, so it's going to be an interesting year then to see what what transpires with all this. You know, with the live golf, not only that, but uh, that what they they couldn't come to an agreement December thirty first, so they pushed it back, and I don't know, Tiger's involved in that and. And so is Rory. Not, well, Rory stepped back, but Jordan Speed took his place. And I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting in golf this year. I don't know if it's good for golf or not. But, I don't uh, think it is because I again I, I just kind of and I wasn't glued to the. He sitting in my chair, glued to the TV. You no, know, I had it on in the background. But I also heard the announcers talking about how how many like half of the PGA Tour purses this year are reduced reduced by a lot. You know because of the lack of sponsorships and, and um, uh, some of the, you know, uh, stuff going on. So it's going to be it's gonna be a struggle for some of these guys to to keep their cards and, and um, you know, again, and then you got the whole, the whole thing about the FedEx points that is just, again, confusing to me because I was, I was looking at the, 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 you know, obviously first tournament of the new year, so they had the FedEx point rankings and, I'm like, okay, again, I don't get how limited field events can get the all these FedEx points. Um, uh, you know, when you have a a 59 man field or whatever it was, should it be the same as a a full 144 man field? It doesn't seem right to it me. It doesn't seem right, you know. Mm-hmm. But it, but it, that's how that's some, the business model they've they've set up, you know. And I don't know. Well, I'm a, I'm with you. I think Monahan's got to go. I think oh, he's, uh, he's uh, Tiger needs to take it over, and and uh, you know, and his voice is heard throughout the, the golf world. And I don't know, Monahan's just done a a very poor job, and a lot of the players are disappointed with him. Some of them formed a group where they they sent letters. They all signed a, a petition letter, you know, complaining about. You know, the, the, those very things you just brought up, the points for FedEx Cup, the, the, the designated events, the select uh, events. And I don't know. It's uh, I, I think Live Golf hit the PGA Tour in a weak spot, and uh, they had to uh, look at themselves, PGA Tour, and revamp. But I don't think Monaghan's the guy to lead us forward. No. Just, just I, my opinion at this point. Yeah, no, I, I think, you know, you, it's, it's kind of like, in my opinion, uh, uh, and I know the ro- the, uh, <laughs> the owners like Roger Goodell, but to me, Paul Tagliabue was a much better NFL commissioner, and I think uh, uh, it was Tim Fincham, right, before uh, yeah. Monahan. I mean, I thought he was great for, for golf, you know. Uh, I thought he did a, a great job with the tour. 
uh, and I, I think even the the person that that's running the the, the LPGA tour, they'll they'll never never be on the you know get the sponsors that the PGA tour has. But I think they've done a great job in growing the LPGA from from where they were. But but mm-hmm. to me, Monahan is just he he's. Um, I, I think behind the scenes, he really has sold out to live. It, it's just, you know, when it all comes <laughs> out, and, and that's why a lot of this stuff is trying to be settled out of court because I think if they went to court and, and some of these documents were discovered, I think he would be discovered to have had a lot of, you know. Mm, improprieties? Com- yeah, improprieties, complicity, whatever you want to call it, you know. Mm. Yeah, I really do. Well, talking that's to Tiger. why he had his nervous breakdown. Yeah, <laughs> probably so. So Tiger ended his uh, Nike uh, relationship or partnership with Nike, a 27-year deal that almost brought him, they said, uh, $700 million, almost a billion dollars. And, uh, and that, was in, that was in money back then. You know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't seem like it was a term, but it was a long time ago. If you, you know, that contract was signed today, my God, it would be unreal. Yeah, and really. He's also making the news. Of course, he makes the news every time he, he and somebody looks at him. But his daughter, Sam, I was always worried, or not worried, but wondered about her. She, she's 16 years old. And, uh, you know, y'all hear so much about Charlie and his, you know, Tiger caddying for him and such. Well, Sam, his daughter, caddied for Tiger in, the, uh, in two tournaments in, the, in the, uh, December, the, the Hero Challenge, which Tiger sponsors, and also the uh, the. Uh, Parent Junior, which he uh, paired up with uh, Charlie. So that's good to see. He's got a, a decent relationship with his daughter. She's still in the picture. Yeah. And Tiger. I, I do find that the Nike, um, you know, relationship termination uh, a little con- curious because, I mean, it, unless Nike wanted to do it, but, but I mean, <laughs> what Nike is only apparel. At this point, uh, they don't make clubs anymore, mm-hmm. so he can play whatever he wants to play. Um, I mean, it's just a simple swoosh on a hat. I mean, you know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know uh, what, the, what who approached who on the deal. But, yeah, uh, but I, I just. You know, they they but, seem amicably to, 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 to part. So. Well, I, w- I will always remember um, oh, okay. that golf ball oscillating by the hole with that big swoosh on it, you know, and then now, tumbling worth, in. That's worth the price. Oh, the oh yeah, right Nike there. got their money right there. on that one shot. I mean, they, 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 re, they, they made all the, all they ever wanted How to make How many times right did they ever show that? Oh, oh my still showing. goodness. You yeah. know, they had a clip, the uh, Tigers' uh, five best commercials. And, of course, that's got to be one of them. I didn't look at it, but they uh-huh. had, a, you know, uh, uh, headlines on that, so. Yeah, they had. He, you know, he, he had a. I think, I think Tiger. You know, he always comes off as stoic and uh, and, and you know, kind of dry and whatnot. But I think he really is a fun guy. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and 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 you could tell in some of those commercials, he really had. You know, had a had a good time making them and, and, right. and kind of let loose a little bit. Uh, he was like a kid. You know, that time when he was bouncing the ball. And yeah, and there was one. He was still that was a kid. Like, I can't remember the with the whole deal was a, it was another golfer involved and it was in it was like in his garage and I don't know if they were trying to steal his club or it was it, it was something it was it was just it was just funny. Yeah. I, I remember that but um yeah I never thought I'd see this day with Tiger Woods though. He's uh he has to have a special exemption to play in the US Open this year because his uh, well, exemption has <laughs> run out. He'll get it. <laughs> I mean this dude's won nine 
well, more than nine, USGA events, juniors, amateurs, opens. I mean, come on. <laughs> it yeah. should be a no-brainer. The last one to get it was uh, Phil in 1996. Jack has eight uh, special exemptions in, in his career. Arnold Palmer, five. Ben Hogan had one in 1966. So it, it, it should be a no-brainer, like you said. Yeah, it should be kind of a master's lifetime <laughs> exemption, you know. When well, you come on, man, get to really. a certain point, you know. And, yeah. But Speaking of the majors, the masters comes up in April, and then the PGA this year is at Valhalla. Golf Club, a Jack Nicholas design course in Louisville, Kentucky in May. And then the U.S. Open is going to be played at Pinehurst Number 2, an iconic course there in North Carolina, June. And then uh, July is the British Open or the Open. It's going to play at, be played at Royal Troon. So uh, that's our lineup for uh, – and, and I think that's a better schedule, you know, May, June, July for, for, uh, for the three – for the four majors. But do you like the way they shuffle the order of them? I mean, well, because the PGA used to always be last. Last, but they just about had to, you know. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, and and once again, August you're getting so close to football season, and now the FedEx Cup and all that stuff. Now, what, I just um, didn't have the PGA in May. When when is the? When, I mean, what when in May is the PGA? The exact dates? Yeah, because the only reason I'm asking is sixteenth um, through nineteenth. Okay, so the first. Week first Saturday in May, whatever date that is, Mother's is, is the Kentucky Derby. Oh yeah. Um. Well, so that's <laughs> no. I'm just saying. You know. I mean, Louisville is going to be going to wow. Two <laughs> weeks a lot of money. You know? <laughs> yeah. Whoa! I didn't even think of that. Tour, that's true. Tour, tourism in Louisville will be doing well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Be a nice little vacation if you can afford it. <laughs> Go live for a month, huh? Oh man, what? Yep. Yep. What else is going on? Let's see. Uh, Obits. In 2023, Andy Bean, Don January. God, I didn't know Andy Bean died, man. Yeah. Michael Bonalock, not, not a lot of people know him, but he's a, iconic in the uh, across the pond in Europe. As an amateur, he won like three or four amateurs. Betsy Rawls. Uh, another little tidbit here, the, and it doesn't apply to us. We don't give a care about it that much. But uh, they came a couple of three years ago. They went to a World Handicap system and uh, they made some changes this year and to benefit uh, golfers so now nine whole rounds will count where they didn't before par three courses will count where they didn't before and i didn't realize this but there's 700 plus par three courses still in the united states of america hmm. and then they uh they will make adjustments for weather related rounds you know i always thought that that's something that you know your handicap can't be based on a round played in nice weather in California when you're playing in a yeah. hurricane in Louisiana. But how, how are they going to come up with a formula that, for that? that? that uh, the computers can do it all, you know? <laughs> yeah, I guess, you know. But I guess they'll just go back to the, the, the you know, NOAA weather system database and I guess plug in some ca some algorithm. Some and, algorithm. You know, there you go. Come up with it. Okay, we talked about uh, – Honors for the year. Let's close with this. Eric Cole, 35 years old, won Rookie of the Year this year on the PGA Tour. And this guy has overcome. Laura, Laura, Laura Ball's uh, son. Laura Ball's son, yeah. 35 years old. He overcame uh, all kinds of diseases. Uh, type 1 diabetes, uh, Addison's disease. He, he was off the tour for a long time and uh, broke his back, overcame that. 13 years he played the mini tours, so. 
That's a good story. Yeah, there's a lot of good stories, a lot of things to follow in 2024. And, uh, you know, we're happy to be a part of uh, kicking it off and, and uh, looking forward to the uh, Sony Open as they go to Wileye Country Club. and Got to pull for Gary Woodland. You Abs know? Absolutely. Man, Boy, that, that would be, that's a that, great story, too. That would be an awesome way to kick off the year with you know, Chris Kirk and Gary Woodland that they would, could uh, pull it off. You know? it they, off and they said he had – He's had success there in the past, you know, so yeah. um, we'll see what happens. Man, but. Yeah, brain surgery. Whew. Yeah, just, to, just to be able to play golf after that. Four is, months later, yeah. yeah. That's uh, pretty. That's all it was, four months? Yeah, yeah. pretty incredible, man. Yeah. Yep. So, prayers with him, and uh, I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in and have a safe evening. Watch out for the weather yeah, the coming we in. It looks kind of calm, you know. Yeah. I mean, uh, it doesn't look like it's uh, – Maybe it's going north of us or something. I well, I just heard, I heard coming <laughs> up here, I was listening to WWL because of, the, you know, some of the Saints talk. It's really mm -hmm. bad in, in, like, the Thibodeau area right now. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. that's east of us. Yeah, so, yeah. They have so a lot it, of – There must be a trough A lot something. of stuff moving in there, so you may want to check on your – Because looking uh, outside the window here. You may want to check, check on your daughter, you know. <laughs> uh, she's fine. She's got, she, she's got a hospital to go to. <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> All right. Once again, thanks for tuning in, and uh, have a pleasant evening in the midst of this uh, nasty weather. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. Golfballs.com carries the latest selection of golf balls, clubs, and gear from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, and Callaway. Get custom fit in our state-of-the-art golf simulator or shop our selection of high-quality apparel from Vineyard Vine, Southern Tide, and Bad Birdie. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear golfballs.com was founded here in acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization located on arnold boulevard next to harbor freight tools and of course online at golfballs.com hey guys if you're looking for the top golf experience in iberia parish you need to look no further than cane row golf and turf club low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens the recently refurbished sand traps and incredibly plush fairways and by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. You're listening to KANE 1240 AM and K298CQ 107.5 FM, New Iberia. The voice of the Tash.